Welcome to the Lila Life Show. I'm Linda Tate Andrews, your host, Thrive Coach and Consultant, bringing you curious conversations with our peers and experts on integrating consciousness into the modern world. Tune in regularly to expand. Thanks for being here. Welcome to the Lila Life Show. I am your host, Linda Tate Andrews, and I have for you this week an amazing interview conversation with Tracy Litt of The Lit Factor. She is a spiritual advisor, mindset coach, and just amazing human being. Every time I am with you, Tracy, I just feel electrified and fired up for life. So thank you for being here. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. And yes, I'm thrilled that I can give you that kind of, you know, igniting experience. Yes, I, it is. Uh, every time I'm like, hell yeah, I, I think I, <laughs> you you just represent expansion. And, um, you know, the, the purpose of this show is talking about integrating consciousness in the modern world. And as a spiritual advisor, you know, this is your work. And I'm curious what that means to you. Mm. Oh, okay. So I think consciousness as a topic is the most vast thing one can talk about. And there are a million appropriate answers, truly, to what it is. Uh, For me, consciousness in the modern world is an awakening. It's getting yourself, you know, really in the context of in the modern world, it's picking your head up it's creating space. It's stepping up beyond the current tangible reality you're experiencing and realizing that there is a level above where you're operating, which is the next level consciousness that is available to you if you are willing to do the growth work and expansion that will lead you to it. Oh, that That's, you know, I, I've asked this question a few times now. And uh, what I love about what you said is like the importance of picking your head up and how it's for me, like I observe so easy to be in our habits patterns, you know, day to day. And it's in that, like picking the head up that you can see that next level, that next layer. And uh, that was just really like landing beautifully as you said it. Oh, thank you. Well, you know, because we're talking about in the modern world, right? And what instantly do we acknowledge in the modern world? Technology, um, phone dependency, overstimulation, constant constantness. (laughs) And that's the opposite of how we access our higher levels of consciousness. You know, it's it's so interesting as we're in the middle of this transformation uh, as a collective and a society and, you know, within our neighborhoods. And I am watching right now in this transformation, you know, the unease comes from the not knowing, perhaps. Mm-hmm. And, and then I reflect back on transformations that I've gone through personally, and I'm like, you know, I never knew where I was quote unquote landing on the other side. There is loss, like by the nature of transformation is loss. And, you know, maybe loss as a blessing. And 
but still loss, like something to acknowledge there. And, and so in that, what I'm talking about is unknown and loss mm-hmm. <laughs> as part of transformation. And, you know, that being so uncomfortable. So like, thank you, constantness. Thank you, technology. Thank you to all these things that are distracting me from that next level. And, and I, I mean, thank you. It sort of ingests like, thank you, not thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like let let me transform, and uh, that's what I feel a little bit of what's going on because the distractions are always there for us. Yeah, right. And the unknown is always there for us, also, and loss is always there for us. <laughs> so that's the interesting thing about this time is that you can either meet it with a low level of consciousness, which equals fear, anxiety, worry, and hysteria, or you can meet it with a higher level consciousness, which is divine order and knowing that nothing's ever under control and loss is a part of life and no one's ever getting out alive. I literally, this morning, I was like, huh, you know, because I hear this floating around a lot, the new normal. And I'm like, I don't know if that's like helpful right now yet, you know, to like say that mm-hmm. I like, it could be helpful in the context of what could be possible and like yeah. the, the idea of that. Um, but I noticed like, I, I, it, this hit me like a ton of bricks this morning. I'm like, we're, we're like, this is, this is life right now. Like there's not really like going back to the way it was like my life right now is pretty much like in my house, like exercise, maybe the grocery store, um, you know, very simple, no travel plans, like way less spending than ever. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, I don't feel comfortable necessarily saying the new normal, but I do very much feel comfortable saying like, that's my life today. Yeah. Well, I'm so interesting. I actually like hate the phrase, the new normal. It's me driving too. me a little bit crazy. <laughs> um, it's like, just stop saying that. And, you know, again, why do people say that? Because they're trying to create knowns in an unknown. Mm. right? That this is what happens when you really understand high level mindset work. You understand that, okay, people are making proclamations and in some way to their nervous system, it's actually comforting Mm -hmm. to say this is the new normal because then there's a known and they can start to acclimate. But it's not true at all. It's not the new normal. And no, are we ever going to go backwards? No, it's never going to be exactly the same. It can't be. It's like 9-11 happened. We're not the same. If you think we're the same, you're just burying your head in the sand. This is another moment in time that is bigger than us, that is uncertain. And I hope for every person that they come out of this a little bit different. If you're not currently using this time to assess yourself, your life, what you used to give your energy to, what you allowed the hours of your day to be consumed by, how are you showing up in your business and your impact or not? Like if you're not using this time for that, I don't understand. Like let that land for a second. Yeah. Like I don't understand. You have newfound space and time right? I'm often referring to it as a personal growth retreat you didn't sign up for that's (laughs) happening in the comfort of your own home. And you can either bad habit your way through just waiting for, you know, the all clear to come up, or you can lean in and really take a look at when I do kind of uh, come out of this, I visualize it as like we all kind of come out of the cave, right? Mm-hmm. The sun shines. It's like I can come out of that with new priorities and new values 
and new decisions about who I am in the world and how I'm going to show up in the world and what I'm available for and, and take a look at some of these toxic, gross relationships and take a look at some of the things you were settling on and take a look at where you were giving your energy to and make some new decisions. And that is the transformation. <laughs> yeah, because transformation doesn't happen because you wish it does or you hope it to. It happens because you make it for different practical application. You take different actions. You think different thoughts. You become someone different. So for people that like the unknown is terrifying and the idea mm-hmm. of like that unknown, who you're becoming as an unknown, like that mm-hmm. they can't even necessarily wrap their mind around um, in a, in almost like a scary way. Like for me, I'm always like, it's this or better. So I've fired up by transformation. Like I freaking love it. I do get caught in the fear sometimes like I'm human. And then I notice and I move through that. Um, but I, I really get charged cause I just believe that like in that, like, um, ability for like perfect homeostasis, let's say like the things that are needing to be shifted are, and like, our nature right now is, is thriving, like nature thriving. Like I look, oh I walk God, outside yes. and I'm like, Oh, these birds, like there's a bird on my car. There's a bird's yes. nest in the tree. Like the ocean's so clear. Oh my God. A thousand percent. But if you want to talk about this in the context of raised consciousness, the earth is getting a much deserved break. Yeah. A rejuvenation, right? I mean, our humanness has done a real number to our environment. and. This is where, this is what, this kind of dialogue here that we're going to move into right now is what it means to have higher level consciousness in a modern world. You are either going to see this as the endless opportunity, opportunity for the earth to rejuvenate, right? Opportunity to connect with your family, opportunity to get clear on who you've been being, opportunity to work on your own meditation, if that's what you choose, or, you know, taking a walk every single day, your ability to work on your appreciation. There's all of these opportunities. And if you, to see opportunity everywhere is to live in a higher level of consciousness. To see problems and frustration everywhere is to live in a lower level consciousness. This is so interesting. Yesterday I was on a call and the sensitivity around the word opportunity came up and it was like in the context of a employer saying how, you know, the times like this present tremendous opportunity mm-hmm. and the, it, w- it was actually like, I may, I believe a business coach that stated this to his coaches and And people got really sensitive to the word opportunity because of the suffering, quote unquote. And I was listening and I was observing and I'm like, this is so interesting because there's always opportunity and there's always suffering. And we're just in this very sensitive space where like, you know, acknowledging like the vastness and the opportunity became like the bad word right now. And I, I just, the way you just stated the opportunity for in the, in the way of exhibiting this up level of consciousness and choosing what you want to see and being in gratitude. It's like the the gift of that that's available Mm -hmm. to you in every moment. Yes. A thousand percent. And you're spot on. There's always suffering and there's always opportunity, you know, and that's, what's so interesting about it. And again, if you have a response like that, you are living in low level consciousness. (laughs) 
right? It's like, wake up, everybody. They're suffering every day. Millions of people die all the time. Why is this the thing that you're going to get paralyzed on? There is tragedy left and right. Why now is it not okay to look at opportunity while they're suffering? And like, you know, this is something, and this is not an attempt of minimizing COVID, right? And I am like, and, and I see this, I see threaded through, right? Like dysfunction within our healthcare system. And then I'm reminded of dysfunction within our big pharma system and dysfunction within our ag and finance and, and just literally like you could go industry to industry and and know these things and and th- this being the tremendous opportunity and this also often being cause for tremendous suffering through the misinformation and I'm like you know I feel a lot more charged up about say big ag and big pharma than I would necessarily covid and and, and maybe that's from just like learning a lot through the years. And I, it, it can almost actually be quite frustrating. And, and that's been something that I've been working through because I'm just like, God, like I wish people could see in the bigger context of, yes, this is very much illustrating dysfunction, room for a better way, right? Like how well, yes, yes, yes. talking about pandemic for a decade, like, and then it mm-hmm. came and we weren't ready. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm you know, the, the opportunity to do a better job. Like, I yes, don't know, but, let's just start well, there. Right, but I think ultimately that's what makes the topic of consciousness so beautiful because the way you are reacting to this stimulus is telling you how conscious you are or are not. If you observe those who are calm, those who are choosing their response. Now, let me just say this, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, you quarantine. Yes, you make smart choices, okay? Yes, you wash your hands. Yes, you wipe down your groceries. Yes, you wait a period of time before you open your Amazon box, okay? So don't misunderstand what I'm saying for ignorance Mm -hmm. or being flippant, okay? You, you, You do the smart thing because you're not stupid, period. Now, if you take a look at those that are experiencing this with calm, with opportunity, they're having fun. They're enjoying themselves. They're at ease. There's no anxiety. There's no worry. There's no fretting. They're not on the phone talking to their friends about the hysteria, right? They're just like, yes, thank you. Show me more. What's available, right? Those are your higher consciousness individuals. Those are your personal growth people. They're your meditators. They're your people that are interested in consciousness, in neuroscience, right? In expansion, in understanding how much inner power they have. Those of us that are responding in hysteria and worry and anxiousness, and I can't believe this, and when is this going to be over, and just binge-watching their way through this experience with no break, um, are representing a lower level of consciousness. We're watching the difference mm-hmm. in the dynamic. And you get to choose, you guys. Like this is not, and that's the other thing that fires me up too. <laughs> like I'm not a rocket scientist. I just choose things that are healthy. 
right? Thoughts that are helpful <laughs> to interrupt myself and breathe multiple times a day, to practice depths of appreciation on the regular for what I already have. And those simple things will shoot your consciousness through the roof. Um, there's a question I keep wanting to come back to, but I, I want to stay here for a moment where, you know, there's, I guess it's like the, the curiosity in this lure of like, what's really going on versus trusting in what's really going on and the difference of those two things. Does that make sense? The, well, say the first part. I got. I understand so, the trusting what's going on. Yeah. So, and so the curiosity for what's really going on. And so what yeah. I mean by that is this like desire, like, huh, like media manipulation, like I'm seeing beyond that. Uh, and then the trusting going on, trusting what's going on is like the, the infinite trust, like within divine, like that, that space. As I'm saying that, it's like the curiosity to, huh, what's beyond that? Like, for example, media manipulation, it, it reminds me of what we just had said, like, that's always been going on, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and so now more than ever to be in that space of trust, but if there's any thoughts that you have, and, and maybe you're seeing this, and I've experienced this both as myself in that curiosity, the, the really like, huh, like curious around the philosophy of the state of our, our life, like being on earth right now, curiosity from like a psychological standpoint, and then curiosity from, you know, specifically media. Uh, and then I land at the trust in the right now, period. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I think that there's room for both. And here's the thing. Curiosity is one of the most powerful skills we have available to us. But if you're going to come from a place of curiosity, but you're already in prejudgment, or you're you're using curiosity as a way to get to the bottom of something to prove yourself right, that's not curiosity. Mm. Curiosity is wonder. Curiosity is, I have no idea where this road might lead, and I'm open to whatever I discover. Isn't that interesting? Curiosity is like the the child's mind, right? The scientist's mind. I'm curious. If I mix this chemical with this chemical, what will happen? Right? So I think it's really important because if you're asking why, that's not curiosity. That's judgment. Mm -hmm. And it's pressurizing. And it's low-level consciousness. The trusting part is the truth. (laughs) Because... If you think you have any control over anything, you are, you've got it very twisted, right? We like to think we have control because again, it gives us a soothing sense. It creates a known in a world where there are no knowns and that feels really good to your mind and body. However, it's false. The reality is, is what we have is the faith in something bigger than us and not religious faith, but faith in the unseen the understanding that everything does happen for our highest good. That's trust. I trust that wherever I need to land through all of this is exactly where I need to land. And that doesn't mean that it's going to feel good. And that doesn't mean that everything that's happening is what you want to have happen. 
but that's what it also means to get out of your human a little and access more of your spiritual. So if you really look at what we are in truth is, you know, we are spiritual beings having human experiences. I fundamentally believe that. And you can't be all human about it and you can't be all spiritual about it either (laughs) because then you're denying parts of the whole. So what we get to do is go, okay, I got it. I got it. So the way that we're wired and the fear and the anxiety and our minds need to know and the fact that it hates the unfamiliar, that's a human element of us. But then the ability to access our highest selves and our spirituality to go, but wait a second. I'm I'm like a tiny little blip and there's something much bigger at play here. And I'm going to lean into that faith and that trust and that knowing. And in that we soothe and in that we gain more consciousness. Wow. That's that, that is, that is that right. And mm-hmm. that is all <laughs> um, mm-hmm. the, the part about observing, right. Like, the, the, the perfect balance, and I use perfect in air quotes of like human and spiritual, I believe is this like range and spectrum that we float in and out of different mm-hmm. percentages. And uh, the one thing of like, you know, it's okay to be curious without the attachment of of the outcome or of the knowing or of the, you know, I figured it out. It's like, you know, the, perhaps the healthy curiosity and inquiry without, without the attachment to, to what's happening because you already have the infinite trust of what's happening. And it's like, you know, that, that, um, like life is happening for me, us. Correct. Correct. Um, so there's, I'm noticing like spiritually, um, the, the idea of spiritual bypassing feels like it's really like trending. Like that's an easy thing to say. So I'd love your thoughts on that and what that means to you. Yes. And, um, and then two is there's this, um, you know, we're in the 3d, you know, uh, up leveling to the 5d. Do you mm-hmm. find it helpful to be creating these like levels of consciousness or is that the mind trying to control and like identify what's happening? Okay. Um, so, so let's, let's, let's take these one at a time. Yeah, sorry, stack, stack no, I love questions, it. But that's, no, please, please. Yeah. I love it. So first let's just acknowledge a spiritual bypass. Okay. Mm-hmm. So here's, here is to me what spiritual bypass means. It means I'm just going to smack some glitter on it and move on. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to smack some, it's okay. I'm going to give it up to God or I'm going to give it up to Buddha or I'm going to give it up to the universe or source or whatever, whatever you believe in. I, I don't actually have any opinion on what you believe in, but just believe in something because there is something bigger than you, right? So spiritual bypass to me is like literally smacking glitter and rainbows on it so that you can move on. And I am adamantly against it. And here's why. It denies the part of your humanness that needs to be expressed. Hmm. It shuts down feeling your feelings. Right? What I, like This toggle, uh, why am I both a spiritual advisor and a mindset teacher? Because that is the two parts of the whole, our spiritualness, our humanness. We must embrace love and learn to dance with them both. So if you spiritually bypass, then you are 
creating emotional congestion because then what you're saying is, I don't need to express that, whether it's express what I need to say or shove down the fact that I really just want to scream because I kind of want to punch my spouse in the face right now. But instead of going outside and releasing that emotion and that energy through various tools and ways you can shift your energy, screaming, crying, moving your body, et cetera, right? I'm just going to be like, nope, I'm spiritual. This is all going to be fine. Let's move on. Let me smack a gratitude on it and move on. It is the most healthy, (laughs) counterintuitive thing to do. So don't do it. To express to not express, to try to bypass, to say, but at least I should be grateful for. Yeah. And listen, I'm a, I'm a proponent of gratitude. Like you, you can't, you can't, you can't elevate or rise human, humanly. Is that a word? We just made it up yeah. or spiritually without a practice of appreciation. So no one loves appreciation more than me, mm-hmm. but if you use it as a way to bypass feelings that need to be felt or, or things that you need to say, you will emotionally congest, which then turns into stagnant, low-level energy frequency in your spiritual system. And like trusting that those emotions that are arising are an opportunity to either heal or communicate something. Right. Or quite frankly, just let it out. Yeah. Sometimes it's, I'm also like, I just finished uh, with a group of mine. I was like, just stop asking the question why it's just Mm. unhelpful. Sometimes you also don't need to analyze it. It's not about figuring it out. It's about releasing the energy or emotion that's connected to it. It's like, over- I just cried and I feel better, period. And yeah. <laughs> good. Yeah. Don't ask, yeah, don't ask right. me why I cried. It doesn't actually matter. <laughs> What matters is that I didn't stifle the cry, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah, I mean, this we could do two shows on this topic. It's so juicy. Yeah, no, thank you. That's really clarifying. And I, I see that and I, I hear that often. Like, well, you know, it's like a complaint comes through and it's like, but I mean, I don't mean to complain. I'm, I'm so thankful for that. And it's like, no, like maybe you really hate your job. It's so soul aligned. Like you're angry because you hate it every day. Right. And it's an opportunity for you to, you know, look at that and and express Express yourself. Move on. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so will you remind me what the second question yeah, so was? The second question, um, you know, and I'm sure you're seeing this in, in the spiritual world, but uh, mm-hmm. this evolution of 3D, 4D, oh, yeah. 5D. Okay. All right. Now I get, now I remember, thank you for triggering my And is it helpful memory. to be like defining that or can we just know that we're like in evolution? Uh, well, I think, let me just help break it down for just a second. Yeah. Um, So we have to acknowledge all of it Mm -hmm. because again, I mean, it's so interesting that this is now the theme we're on because it's all true. Mm -hmm. It's all available, right? So 3D is our reality that we're in. 3D is our physical, tangible self. And this is actually interesting. This is where a lot of people that live in high level consciousness or practice, you know, spirituality, they want to ignore the 3D. Mm -hmm. That's not really a thing. Because life doesn't actually happen in 5D from a physical manifestation, tangible, touch it, be in it perspective. So you can't deny, right? So if 3D is our physical realm and 5D is our potentials, right? That's our soul, spiritual, highest self potentials. Um, 4D, I like to think of is 
kind of the thought realm, mm. right? Where you choose your thoughts. And because it kind of bridges the gap between the both, I think ultimately it's acknowledging that we live and experience all three. If that's just like the question you were asking. There's yeah, 3D, that, I, I 4D like- and 5D. It's, it's all of it. It's all of it. And you know what it actually brings me to is like w- we cannot deny any parts mm-hmm. because quite frankly, it's ridiculous and it's ignorant. Like for me to even say like, there's only 3D, that would be really like, we don't know everything. In fact, we know nothing. And to not acknowledge possibility and potential, same thing to not acknowledge as a 4D or a 5D to live so firm in your 3D that you're like, oh, 5D, but like, it's like, no, like it would be foolish if you told me that, you know what, what if there was life on Mars? I know that's something we've talked about as a people. It's like, I'm never going to say anything is absolutely not because that's just silly. Right? Does that make sense? Yeah, like uh, like to not close out the like infinite, like it's sort of like anything is possible. Everything is possible. Correct, correct, exactly. So ultimately acknowledge 3D, 4D, and 5D because they are all real and they're all part of the game. Okay, that that's helpful. And um I feel like this it's like we're moving into 5D. Like I keep hearing that we're moving into 5D and it's, and I just wonder if like we've always had these three available and maybe we have more awareness to the 5D. I think if you're, if you know what 3D, 4D and 5D is um, versus this could be very new for you, right? Like, Mm -hmm. so if you already understand that these three things exist, you probably know it's not just one, right? Mm-hmm. But if you this is all new, you might not have even heard of this. And and to me, it's like, will we ever fully move into five D? We probably wouldn't be here on Earth if that Correct. were the case, right? That that and and this is of my belief and my education, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 through the lens through which I teach, right? Because and, if it was all five D, we wouldn't have physical, tangible reality anymore, like that. It, that's how we show up, right? We're the energy and the cells that have vibrated into physical form of human. Mm-hmm. And, and by the way, for those of you that are listening, this is not woo-woo. This is not crunchy. This is science, mm-hmm. right? Like if I put you under a microscope, I would end up seeing a bunch of cells and inside those cells would just be like energy frequency, right? So I just need everyone to get that because I think one of the biggest ways you're screwing yourself over and you're not able to access your higher consciousness is that you are refusing to acknowledge yourself as the energy that you are, Mm -hmm. right? And if you start treating and paying attention to your energy, all these symptoms that you complain about will dissipate. So it's just really important to realize that. So I personally, and I'd love, a, I'd love a higher level conversation on this too with people that are even that are smarter than me on the topic. I don't think it's possible to eradicate 3D because we wouldn't be here if we did. Yeah, that that's what I'm wondering. And and there's you know talk of even beyond 5D, 6D, 7D. You know, I think at a certain point you start really truly like being in that infinite oneness field, and <clears throat> and whether that's at say quote unquote 6D or whatnot. Um, I think I do sometimes wonder about these containers of the conversation. If it's trying to put a label on something that is so much 
bigger and beyond our human well, understanding. Yeah, you know, you know? <laughs> well, it is. And, and here's the interesting thing about consciousness. And I did not say this. I heard this somewhere. And my apologies that I cannot recall where I heard it. But somebody said in a conversation I was having about consciousness, and it was a high level, uh, you know, expert. I had this person, it was, a, it was a cohort where they had been doing this for decades. If we were to ever really be able to answer the question of what is consciousness, we would implode. <laughs> like if we actually got to that level where we could define it clearly, singularly, we would literally like the world would be no longer, which I thought was a profound answer. Well, and, I, and what I hear too is like, if we could collectively, right? Like, mm-hmm. and when, when we were talking a little earlier about 3D, 4D, 5D, all parts of it being the human experience, you know, I can't help but think of how that relates to even our shadow aspects and how that also is all part of the human experience. And when this very early on started, I was like, what I mean started, I'm talking about, you know, quarantining, et cetera. I was like, you know, <laughs> this is going to bring up some of these shadow aspects or for those that aren't familiar, like the parts of myself that I'm not particularly thrilled about. And, uh, and for me, that tends to be like anger or control. And, uh, but then when I look at even the situation and like the good guys and the bad guys or like these, these different players and pieces to the, to the whole experience. And I was, I was very early on, like before I had spent much time even thinking about any of this. And I was like, love is going to be really important here. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that was just like kind of intuitively coming in. And then, and then it was like, <laughs> as the month and a half unfolded, I had to keep reminding myself of that lesson that I had <laughs> remembered really early on. But, um, you know, it's like, I, I don't know if you want to speak about one shadow aspects within ourselves and two, how that's playing out within, within the consciousness and within the collective. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's, I'm I'm trying to think of how I want to position this. Um, it's the dark side of us. Mm -hmm. It's our wounds. It's our triggers, right? It's the experiences that we've had when, you know, I, um, I do know shadow work. I don't do shadow work in the way that, you know, it's talked about with the shadow. I like to experience it as kind of what happened to you. And what are your wounds? And if you're not, you know, healing them and growing through them and truly releasing them, they're going to continue to show up. And especially when you are in a space and time like this, where you're contained, right? And all your shit's going to come flying up at you. Mm -hmm. All of your triggers, your shadow's just going to be there all day. Um, it's important that you spend time raising your consciousness and your awareness because the more conscious you are, the higher you go, the more perspective you have, the more ability you have to see that wound or you see that trigger that's coming up and go, oh, wait a second. And to your point, choosing love, realizing that you're no longer that little girl or little boy in that situation, right? And that you have the agency to make different choices so that you can have a different experience. Yeah, and, and I, a clear distinction here, it's like choosing love 
like kind of after the feelings were felt. Like it's not, again, putting that like sparkly stamp, like, okay, I just, I'm going to feel love. Uh, It's like, you know, acknowledging whatever's coming up and inviting love in, inviting Mm -hmm. healing in. Um, Yeah, absolutely. And realizing like, wait a second, we can choose to take a breath and open our hearts at any time and realize that that shadow, that trigger, that wound is not you. That that's simply a, a, a part of the past that only now currently exists in between your ears mm-hmm. because you continue to perpetuate it and hold on to it and not do the forgiveness work and the love work you need to, to let it go. I am not my wound or shadow. Yeah. There's, um, it, when you're talking about like, I wrote down looks different, but feels the same. You know, it's like the the circumstance looks a lot different, but all the same feelings are being triggered and I keep attracting that same feeling yeah, to oh me my God. over well, and over and over. Well, yeah, well, what's so interesting. So what that does, number one, that tells you where your work is, mm-hmm. right? We're talking about inner work. That's what, that's what we're talking about. That's what consciousness is also. <laughs> um, you don't just arrive there without doing the inner work, you guys. Um, but to your point, it's this current weird moment in time is yet another circumstance that's going to reflect back to you who you're being, what you believe, how you think, what your moods and attitudes are, and how you show up in life. Which is why it's the personal growth retreat you didn't sign up for. <laughs> the current, right? yeah, the current gauge. I mean, there's there nothing has any meaning but the meaning you give it so there's people in this right now literally having like the best freaking time yeah all these fears percolate in like oh will I have enough money will I this will I that you know are we going to be okay am I going to get sick like right thoughts these are just thoughts 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 and then the choice of focus and a different experience and it's funny like I love that, you know, you're just your current gauge on your consciousness based on the overall, like, how's this experience been for you? Yeah, it's a thousand percent telling you this whole situation is shining a big fat light on who you are. Um, this question, do you ever arrive? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not a chance. <laughs> Trick question. <laughs> Oh man, I I feel like I could talk to you for hours. Um, Is there anything, Tracy, that's coming through that you feel particularly like you want to shine some light on or or go to? You know, I I feel really excited about the conversation we've had, truly. Um, You know, the thing I said before about please, please acknowledge that your wholeness is spiritual and human. Right. Because I think that's if I, if I wanted to just kind of mm, anything else home here in this short time we have together, it's that it is a disservice to think and only pay attention to your spiritualness. And it is a disservice to only pay attention to your humanness. It's when you really appreciate and recognize that the two marry and when you pay attention to both and nurture both and understand how to operate at your highest and best with both is the best thing you can do for yourself. Mm. God. <clears throat> so as we wrap, I want to ask you, you can do top three mm. if you want. Okay. Or you can do your number one. 
but your favorite parts and feel free to be as vulnerable as you want to your favorite parts of being human top three and your favorite uh, parts of, you know, being in your spiritual self. And, and if it's like within the context of quarantine or, you know, put, put whatever feels good for you on that. Okay. Okay. My favorite parts of being human, number one, feeling my feelings. I love mm. to emote. Um, oh, I love it. Um, I love eating and mm. that's a human thing. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Although I am putting myself back on the hook to call myself out that I uh, was a little bit too in my humanness and mm-hmm. soothing with food during this quarantine, which was an awareness for myself, right? Yeah, um, awesome. uh, So that and gathering and, and connection, although we're not doing it physically right now, I am a huge gatherer of people, whether it's at a live event or even at a house party. Uh, that's something that is very human and I love very much. Awesome. Right? Because that's where we touch and hug and feel and all that jazz. Yeah. Um, And what do I love most about my spiritualness? Um, How untouchable it makes me. Mm. The My mindset runs at such a high level. My consciousness is so high. It could always be higher because everything is. Like you said, Mm -hmm. there's no arrival point. But... I'm unfazed. I'm unfazed. People are like, what? And I work with people all day. I work on the phone with students and clients all day, right? Working on them, working on their businesses, their impact, their leadership. And I am just unfazed and so at ease Mm -hmm. and so at peace. I don't fear death. I don't fear the unknown. Um, And that's all because of my spirituality. It's all because of my spiritual practice. So, yeah. Cool. That, that feels like your number one and top three aren't needed. <laughs> yeah, it's just like everything because it when is. you access that spiritualness, you are in such a high level of yourself. You, you, are, you are stories, building stories mm-hmm. above tangible reality when you are really accessing your soul. And your spirituality. And that's when you get into that land of like, I just am untouchable. Throw whatever you want my way. I think that that nailed on the head how you personally have been an expander to me in in that like permission kind of way of of exactly that. Like that you don't that that being untouchable and unfazed and like in, in that space. Um, doesn't mean that you don't care. It doesn't mean that you don't do the work. It doesn't mean any of that. It just means that you can be like kind of unapologetically in that space. And to me, that's the freedom. Mm, Amen. Amen. A thousand percent. A thousand percent. Amazing. Well, Tracy, thank you so, so much for your time. I'd love for you to just spotlight where everyone can find you if they want to connect. I know you're on Instagram and Facebook, um, but if there's any websites or specifics, please share those now. Thank you. Thank you. Um, On all social channels, you can find me under the Lit Factor with two T's, L-I-T-T. And the website is also thelitfactor.com where you can reach me and there's tons of great stuff inside there as well. Awesome. And I'll be sharing all that in the show notes. And uh, thank you guys so much. If this landed, please share. And uh, we just thank you so much and, and sending beautiful blessings to everyone. And thanks again, Tracy. Thank you, Linda. This was beautiful. 
head on over to Instagram at lilolife.co. Give me a like or a follow and lilolife.co as the website. Check out the free resources. Password is Leela and things there that will change your life if you let them. Have a powerful week and see you next week. Check out patreon.com slash Leela Life to show your ongoing support for the show. Thank you so much for being here. Without you, this would really mean nothing. Have a great day.